how to just start from $50,000 and buy a $900,000 or $1 million principal place of residence using equity. Do you want to achieve wealth and passive income through property investing? PK Gupta, host of Oz Property Investment Mastery, will help you achieve passive income by buying top 5% growth and positive cash flow property and building a portfolio using data without you wasting months of time doing research, spending weekends at inspections, or dropping ten dollars to $20,000 on buyer's agents each time. So if you are confused and overwhelmed by the amount of contradictory information available online and don't know where to start, then this show is for you. So I know so many of you are in Sydney or Melbourne, you're like, I can't afford these prices. You're so anxious. You're saying that, you know, there's a boom at the moment. I only have $50,000, only have $80,000. How am I ever going to afford to live, to buy a principal place of residence in these capital cities? I'm getting further and further behind. Am I ever going to be able to buy? Do I have to rent forever? Okay, so this will tell you how you don't need to rent forever, even if you want to live in a house worth eight, nine, one million dollars, and you only have fifty thousand dollars to begin with. Again, I'm going to share you a story of Kevin. So Kevin was a client of mine, and um, he back in the start of 2018. So we're talking like three years ago, three, four years ago, something like that. I can't do math. Um, he only had $50,000 and his primary purpose in life was not to build a 100k passive income in 5 years or 10 years. First of all, he and his wife wanted to live in a place that they could call their home. They wanted to buy in a in a place in Brisbane worth $900,000, a suburb worth $900,000. But the problem was they only had $50,000 deposit. That was the problem. And by the time that they could save another $100,000 or $150,000, the prices would have risen way too much. And that same eight dollars or $900,000 suburb would have become a million-dollar suburb or a million point two or something like that. So this is what Kevin did, what we helped him do. And you can do this yourself. This is all free advice. I'm going to teach you how to use equity. So what he did is he took that $50,000 and he bought in, I'm going to tell you the exact suburb, he bought in Launceston in Tasmania in a place called Newstead. Now, in Newstead, back in the start of 2018, you could buy a positive cash flow property, something that gives you a yield of above 5% gross. Um, You could buy that at around $300,000. He actually bought this property for $330,000, okay? And for $330,000 property, investment property that is, he only needed $50,000. He got a loan of 88%, okay? And I've done other videos on why you don't need to put down a 20% deposit. He put down a 12% deposit, didn't need to pay LMI with cash that just got added to the loan. And that way he got his foot on the property door or in the property door. You see, Properties in in Australia, they're like a moving train. You're either on that train or you're on the platform, you know, not on that train. Regardless, the train moves. Sometimes it moves quickly, sometimes it moves slowly, but it always moves after a year, two years, three years, four years. It always moves, right? The point is to find a suburb, to find a market 
that is moving swiftly right now. And there's plenty of these suburbs all over Australia. There's not one single market, but I digress. So he bought this property, $330,000, put down, it was actually a little bit less than uh, $50,000, but let, let's just say $50,000 deposit, including transaction costs, everything. All right, now that property was positive cash flow, which meant it made him around $5,000. I'm just using round numbers here. $5,000 positive cash flow per annum. So we're in 2021 right now. After three years, 2018, 2019, 2020, and a bit of 2021, let's say. So after three or four years, it's given him $5,000 on average every single year. So he's made some money, but you know, it's nothing to write home about. Some positive cash flow. But what's happened with Kevin is that he's been able to see that property valuation rise swiftly. He's been able to see that property valuation rise very, very swiftly. And so now in Newstead, those same properties that were selling for about $330,000 in Launceston at the start of 2018, right now he had that value. I mean, not right now, it was about a few months ago. He had um, that property revalued at $510,000. And here's the thing, like for him, he wants to buy his principal place of residence in Brisbane for around $900,000, or he did. So why am I going on about property investing? What he did is then he went to the bank, the same bank, and he revalued that same property and the bank said it valued at $510,000. Now he got them to refinance that same property. Remember before he bought it at three thirty, dollars and he had to put in, you know, let's say uh, $40,000, $50,000. So actually his debt back then was two ninety. dollars so he put, had to put in $40,000 deposit and then maybe another $10,000 of transaction fees and things. So his debt on a 330k purchase at the start of 2018 was about 290, right? Now that same property is worth 510. Stick with me here, stick with the numbers, all right? It's worth 510. He's been able to refinance that at once again 88% um, leverage or 88% loan ratio of the total value. So it's technically um, the debt is 448,500, but let's just say 450, right? So his debt has gone from 290 to 450. The valuation of the property is what allowed him to increase that debt. It went from 330 to 510. But here's the thing the difference between 450, his new um, total debt amount, and the initial debt amount of 290 the difference is $160,000, all right? So in one way to look at it, his equity has increased $160,000 in three and a half years from a base of $50,000, including transaction fees. So you put in 50K, you get out 160K. That's like a 3X return. 4x return, 300%, 400%. Sorry, I can't do the math. Put in 50,000, get out 160,000. You can't do this in the stock market, guys. You might be able to do this in crypto, but I don't know a thing about that. And here's the thing. He's been able to take that equity. Remember, equity you don't pay tax on. Equity is tax-free. The bank simply gives you that money. And as long as you're using it for the right purposes, you're not overstretching yourself. And by the way, 
that equity pays for itself from a uh, interest perspective because the rents have gone up in that suburb by about 40% in the last three and a half years. So you might be saying, oh, look, he's got more loan. That means how is he going to service that loan? Actually, rents have gone up so he can service that equity pull. So he can take out the difference between 450 and 290 as equity. So the bank gives him that 160K in cold, hard cash. Now he can go out and buy a, a GLA or GLC or Maserati or whatever he wants with that. But his ultimate purpose was to buy a home in Brisbane that he could call his pad, you know, for his, him and his wife. And now he can do that, right? Now he's got a deposit of $160,000. And he actually, just in the last couple of months, he was able to secure a property in Brisbane in a really, really nice suburb around Cinnamon Park, Mount Omini, you know the area if you're from Brisbane. These areas have shot up like anything in the last two or three months. But he's been able to get that $800,000, $900,000 property even though he didn't have the ability to save up $160,000 for that deposit in the last three years. If he was relying on saving, if he was relying on his PAYG, him and his wife, they would not have been able to get to $160,000 deposit to execute a $900,000 principal place of residence, right? He was able to do that because the property market in Launceston, Newstead specifically, was growing at a faster rate than he was able to save. And here's the thing, if he hadn't done that, if he had taken on the archaic mindset or the, you know, old school thinking that, you know, debt is bad, I'm just going to save and save and save and hopefully, you know, at some point muster up enough deposit to buy the principal place of residence that I really want to buy. If, if that was his mindset, I can tell you right now, around Jembury Heights, around Cinnamon Park, around Mount Omini, around these areas in kind of south side of Brisbane City Council, he would not have been able to buy that $800,000, $900,000 property. Not only would he have not, able to be, not have been able to buy it, but these areas, they're increasing like $20,000 a fortnight or every month right now right? The data is incredible for them. So he would have been going further and further and further back. I want to buy my principal place of residence. I want to buy that 800, 900, 1 million, 1.2, 1.3 million dollar place, my dream home where I can, you know, put down roots. But I only have 50,000. I only have 60,000. I only have 70,000. I only have $80,000 of deposit. I can't actually buy that right now. Here's the analogy that you need to understand. You are on a platform, a train station, and the train is going by in front of your eyes. Now, you can either make the decision instead of, you know, jumping on the first carriage of that train, the first class where you ultimately want to buy, you can make the decision to jump on the second class, maybe three carriages or four carriages down as an investment property, and then at least get on that train. And then while you're on that train, you know, make your way through the aisles, open the door from the third carriage to the second carriage, 
walk down that aisle and open up that door from the second carriage to the first carriage and ultimately in three or four years be in that first carriage, the principal place of residence where you ultimately want to live just like Kevin. Or you can have the mindset that I don't want to invest money, debt is all bad, I'll just stay on this station waiting for the next train. Now the thing is that on the weekend, you know, around midday, the trains don't come very often. And so you'll be waiting there a long time. Meanwhile, that train would have gone. You're never going to be getting on that first carriage ever again if the property prices are increasing faster than your ability to save. Here's the thing, and, and this is objective advice, this is based on data. If the property market is growing faster than your ability to save, then you should get on the train, whether it's the second carriage or the third carriage or fourth carriage, get on that train, get on an investment property, get that momentum, ride that wave, and ultimately you can use equity like Kevin did to buy your principal place of residence that you ultimately want. Or if you're saving faster than the property market is increasing, then you don't need to invest in property. Then you can just save, 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 and then you can buy your principal place of residence when you're able to. That's like saying, okay, well, the train's going, but I can run faster than the train. Your savings is like running. I can run faster than the train, so there's no point hopping on the second or third or fourth carriage. I'm just going to run <laughs> faster than the train. And then at the next station, when I do have enough deposit, I'll buy that you know $900,000 property that was $900K today, 1.2 in four years' time. But by that time... I'll have saved up another half a million dollars anyway, right? So if that's your situation, if you're able to save faster than the property market is increasing, then by all means, go ahead and do that. Don't invest in property. Just run from that first station platform to the next station or platform, and you'll be there before the train is there. Then you can hop on the first carriage. But if you're not able to save as fast as the property market grows, then you, my friend, need to embrace debt. You, my friend, need to say, okay, well, I only have $50,000 deposit like Kevin. I can't afford that $900,000 home. I need to get on the property market. I need to get on that ladder. It's okay. I'm going to get on carriage two. I'm going to get on carriage three. I'm going to get on carriage four. It may not be the principal place of residence. It may not be the dream home but I'm going to get on that property market. And as long as you select a suburb that grows very, very quickly, like Newstead did in Launceston, and is positive cash flow, so it doesn't hurt your serviceability so much, it doesn't impact your household budget, then instead of missing that train forever, which is what would have happened to Kevin, you can at least get some runs on the board, you can start making some passive income, you can get on that third or fourth carriage, and then in the next one, two, three, four years, you can draw equity, which is tax-free, and get to the carriage number one, right? This is exactly what Kevin did. So he wanted to buy a $900,000 home. He couldn't afford it in Brisbane, only had $50,000, invested in Launceston, bought a property for three thirty dollars with a debt of two ninety. dollars Fast forward three and a half years. That same property is worth 510. He's able to draw equity 
up to 88% LVR without paying LMI again. Here's the thing, if you refinance with the same bank, you don't have to pay LMI again, lender's mortgage insurance, um, even if you want to borrow up to 90%. So here's a quick, that's a quick tip for you. you. He was able to take equity out $160,000. So his debt increased from 290 to 450, 160K of cash, used that for his deposit to buy an eight dollars $900,000 property in the south side of Brisbane, which he wouldn't have been able to do without having invested in property. Let's go again, right? Like, I want you to connect with this point. So many of you, whether it's because of your husband or your wife or your, the way that your parents maybe thought, like, I know where you're, talk, where you're coming from, right? You don't like debt. The reality is in a booming property market, in a market, and here's the thing, like, you know, a lot of people are asking me, a price is going to correct, a price is going to come down. A typical property market boom lasts not for six months. It typically lasts for 18 months to 36 months, maybe even up to, to 50 months. It typically lasts from about two years to three years to four years. This current property market actually started not two months ago or not four months ago. Whilst everyone, maybe yourself, is scared, it actually started in May or around May 2020, right in the, the midst of the pandemic. So we're about a year into it. It's not going to stop anytime soon. Of course, cyclical winter is always a little bit softer than summer, but we have another year. We have another two years. We have another three years left on this property boom. So if you're thinking, I'm still renting, I, <laughs> I really want to buy my principal place of residence, but it's just becoming more and more and more unaffordable. I don't want to rent forever. And what you need to consider is buying at least one investment property. And really, it's, that's all it takes. Even one investment property that's positive cash flow that gives you a high amount of growth so that you can pull equity from that and ultimately buy your principal place of residence. I know what it feels like. You know, some of you are in Sydney or you want to buy in places like Ponds. You want to buy in places like Schofields. You want to buy places like Box Hill, you want to buy in places like Rouse Hill, like Kellyville North, like Beaumont Hills, but you only have a 50, 60, 70, $80,000 deposit. You just can't buy an established property or, or a house and land package with a $50,000 deposit or a $60,000 deposit. It's just not going to happen. Please, please, please don't sit on your hands. I'm not, there's not a sales pitch. You don't need to go with me. Just do something, right? That something is either learn yourself, go through a buyer's agent, or learn through me through the property investment accelerator without having to pay a buyer's agent. Buy an investment property, get that over-indexed growth whilst having positive cash flow. So then in two years or in a year or in three years, you can then buy your principal place of residence. The same goes for Melbourne, the same goes for Brisbane, the same goes for everywhere. Equity is the secret ingredient. People don't realize the power of equity. You don't get taxed on equity. Equity is how you go from having a $50,000 deposit to buying a $900,000 house in three and a half years, just like Kevin. All right, so I kind of rambled a little bit, but hopefully... You know, just by re-emphasizing those points, they really stuck, like you're able to analyze that story, you're able to, which is true, by the way, 
You're able to analyze that outcome from different angles of vision. I gave you some context, some richness, so you actually can be confident in doing that. Right? If it did give you value, share it. If someone is in this situation, and like guys, I know there are millions of people in that situation, so tag them, share this. Hopefully it actually helps. And yeah, I'll leave a link below of how you can join my Facebook group. There's free strategies like there every day in there. And also I'll leave a link below to the Property Investment Accelerator, free case study. You can hear of other stories just like Kevin. Don't book the call if you're not ready to buy. Only book the call with me if you A, have money. It's not a cheap thing. Try to do it yourself first, by the way. If you can't, I'm always happy to help. All right, guys. Well, my name's PK, and I hope you got a ton of value out of this. I know it's very stressful seeing the property market increase, but you don't need to be left out. Um, thanks so much, guys. Yeah. Yeah.